Gus did not like me clapping. You know, Tuesday used to hate it when we clapped. He's a little bit of a he's a little bit of a psychopath Aww. here. Watch this. Okay, watch him, watch him. <gasps> oh, he pissed. Mom, I am trying to check your sound levels here. <laughs> trying to do my engineering, mom. Mom, you're popping your fricatives too hard. Mom, I'm trying to get my <laughs> hair on your microphone. You've succeeded, buddy. You win. Buddy, I think <laughs> your hair is still on my microphone from two years ago. I mean, we should all aspire to have such staying power as Gus's hair on every fucking thing. <laughs> Remember when he used to get in our drinks all the time? Yes. <laughs> Not in my house either. In the studio. In the studio. I would bring Gus hair to us in yep. the studio in drinks. And Ugh. we'd be like taking it off our tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I just Well, I hope we never served guests that. We we uh oh, I've been I know. I've been thinking about that because we did our our little Amy's fave and heard from Dave Snook. It was such a flashback. It such was a lovely flashback. So when we used to record in studios. Mm-hmm. And we used to have in-person guests. Hopefully we got them drunk enough so they didn't notice if there was cat hair in their drinks. I like to think we were good enough hosts to get them drunk enough to not notice. That's what a good host does. They get you yeah. drunk enough that you don't notice that you're drinking cat hair. Uh-huh. And then they go home, they cough up their fur balls, and uh-huh. they had a good time. This but- really feels like a, like a something that should be cross-stitched, you know? A good host gets you drunk <laughs> enough to not notice the cat hair in your drink. <laughs> Martha Stewart, talk to me. Seriously, 10 out of 10 agree that that's the quality of a great host. A great podcast host for a podcast called Fancies and Booze. It's a paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage what? with cat hair in it, <laughs> to be honest. To a be honest. hairy shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> with a shot of hairball. Ooh, we just walked right into that intro at minute three. I mean, hello. I'm impressed. I'm really impressed because usually because we record two episodes during the same session as our mm-hmm. audience knows. Usually our first one, we don't enter the podcast for like 11 minutes. And then the yeah. second one, 30 seconds. Uh-huh. It's like we ready. <laughs> we're, we're bucking tradition. That was fun re-listening to an old one that was episode 10 that we just re-aired last last week that was or two weeks ago I guess right because we skipped July 4th yeah that was and you noticed it and I noticed it that our sound quality is a lot better now Mm -hmm. and we don't have a professional engineer I'm just saying that's crazy saying you know what it the big the big thing is being on two separate tracks, like getting it is. you know because we had so great when, engineers. We did. Yeah. I love our engineers. Veronica, Sammy. Mm-hmm. They were yep. great. That dude that had a had a dog. 
We used to go to his oh, apartment yeah. in Hollywood. We used to go to that guy's apartment. He used to have a, uh, not a pit bull, a, um, uh, oh my God, boxer. He had a boxer. That's right. Yes. And then I'm missing one. Oh, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're really conspicuously leaving someone out. It's I'm gonna fine. I'm going to keep it that he way. It was fine. It was like, whatever. There was some massive scheduling issues and <laughs> communication breakdowns that I will never forget. It's okay, Amy. It's okay. We've got control now. See, once again, my therapist says you can't control everything. Look at me now. Oh, boy, was she wrong. We are mm. in control. I'm speaking of, I'm just going to make sure I really hit record and that. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I checked my levels like 14 times already. Um, you know, you you take one week off, basically, and you're like, my Lord. My I don't know how to do this. Lord. Uh, yes, I had time. My mom was visiting. Mm. I had some self-care days. It was, love it. Had love a 4th it. of July weekend, mm-hmm. which we didn't do much we went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and saw Dirty Dancing oh yeah I saw your picture it was lovely it was so much fun and typically we do it with our good friend Holly and our husband Diego and we were missing them very much very much yeah they're not dead they moved oh yeah sorry guys they're not in the cemetery (laughs) (laughs) that'd be really funny we could still do it we just got to sit on top of you now. Like, yeah, normally we meet up with them in the cemetery. <laughs> no, no, no. They just moved. They they did they did a pandemic move as as many peeps did. Many, mm-hmm. many, many. Um, so Tams, do you want to yeah. announce today's topic because I had a Gosh. fun discovery. Uh, oh, I'd love to. Um, why this week it is our uh, 50 States of Ghosts uh, series, and we are going to West Virginia. Which I have definitely never been to. Me neither. Um, but as it turns out, in episode nine, Haunted Amusement Parks, oh. I did go to there. I did it at Haunted oh. Amusement Park in like... Uh, in like... In um, uh, uh, West Virginia called Lake Shawnee. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I remember that. Which is so funny because we just re-aired episode 10 a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And then this uh, was from episode 9 because I just was like, you know, of course, I just, when we I start my research, I just say like, most haunted places in dot, dot, yep. dot. Exactly. And then this like Lake Shawnee amusement park came up and I was like, that looks interesting. And I'm reading about it. I'm like, ooh, that's good. I'm like, <laughs> Wait a minute. So I did a search in our Google Drive and I did do it in episode nine, Haunted Amusement Parks. Well, better, better early than never. Uh. Yes. And thankfully, I cross referenced because I'll never forget the time I did a repeat of that place in Italy. It was still good, though. It was still really good. And the worst was I hadn't even done the topic. You did that topic, I think. Well, but I was like, we had watched a Ghost Hunters or yes. Ghost Adventures about it. And yes. then you were researching it. I I do think you had done it before because you were telling me oh. and I was suddenly remembering it. Oh, like, yeah. No, you're right. I, it was me. I had done a repeat of my own uh, research. <laughs> 
This is delight. This is we're having a very sentimental summer. We're just flashing back to like, our greatest hits. You know, it's just it's comforting because like this summer, like everything's open suddenly, and yeah, and like there's crowds again, and there's tourism again, and I'm. It's very. It's, You're not ready. I'm not ready. This introvert kind of liked not doing shit last year, yeah. and um, so we're reverting just to our old, our old nostalgic topics i love it you know i things are starting to open up again i saw family last weekend for the the holiday and then um i'm actually gonna see them again in like two weekends uh my parents are gonna rent a little cabin I don't think it's really a cabin. I think it's a house, um, but that's fine. And um, my brother and sister in law are going to be there, and I'm going to go down. So, oh my gosh, I'm how lovely! To it. That yeah. sounds super. Yeah, I got to see my mommy, and then uh, two days from today, the day that we're recording, my sister and her uh, fiance are going to come visit, and then in two more weeks, my in laws are going to come visit. It's See, cray. you're not being antisocial. You're being incredibly social. It's just that everyone's coming to you. Yes, like. I'm being the hostess with the mostest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Indeed. I did fly out to see my uh, older sister and mm-hmm. and her and my nieces. I was like, her kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, my nieces. Because um, <laughs> there was a passing in the family. So I, we, my mom and I went out there. And um, But honestly, like even though it's not under the best circumstances... By the end of this month, I will have seen all of my family. That's amazing. I know. With the exception of my stepdad. Sorry, Keith. You do count. It's just. <laughs> logistics. Logistics. You know, he stayed home with the cat when my mom came out here. Aw. Yeah. That's nice. Yes. Yes. That's delightful. There's a lot well, of changes for their cat, you know, because they moved to a different house and, oh, you know, they didn't want to put the cat like through that. too much. No, no, yeah. no. They do not like that. Although Maisie does seem quite content that in the new house, lizards keep getting in and they are her favorite things to play That's with the best kitties love lizards she is playing lizard hockey just shooting them around and mm. chasing them putting them in her mouth till their tails fall off you know she's that's, having a blast that's the best i um my grandmother is moving back to texas here in a couple of weeks i tell you that i can't remember if i told you that. you did not tell me this yeah, so she's been up in Chicago for several years now, and then uh, she's going to come back to Texas, and um, she has a kitty, so I think it's a whole, it's kind of a production, uh, I think. my Yeah, yep. my, my parents are both going up there, and like my dad's going to drive the U-Haul back. I think my mom's going to fly with my grandma with the cat. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I, I, so I'll be picking them up at the airport. Um, so I will be bringing all of the clonopin and margaritas I can <laughs> safely get into my car for everyone. Um, <laughs> so that won't be stressful at all. No, it does. It sounds like a real lovely <laughs> sounds day. Sounds like a rad time. It's gonna be super. <laughs> so much fun. Nothing better than moving your grandma with a cat. Uh huh. I feel uh-huh. like. Did you guys just move her? Did she just go to Chicago not so long ago? No, it's like, I mean, I thought that, but then when I really stopped to think, I was like, I feel like it's been like five years or something. Oh, it has? I don't know. Okay. I was thinking like two years. Time is irrelevant these days. Like, it just doesn't count anymore. I straight up have no idea. I am actively thinking, look at my thinking face, and I have no fucking clue. (laughs) 
Well, you know what? Uh, I guess it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter because she's yeah. going to come back here. And I, I'm so excited. This is the first time since, you know, I was a kid that I've lived in the same state as her, basically. Because, you know, I haven't lived in Texas in forever. So, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward. I get to, you know, drop in on her because, you know, when we were growing up, they were five minutes down the street. So that was a big part of my my life growing Aww, up. So That's so lovely. You now, like... I know it's not a stone's throw, but you can see your parents, your mm -hmm. grandma. You've got your brother yep. and your sister-in-law out in a, mm -hmm. a, what, a few hours away. Yeah, like two and a half, three. That's yep. not bad. Not bad. Oh not my bad. gosh, that's lovely. It's nice. To have I family. drive. I drive two and a half hours for a good taco. You know. I was so. gonna say in Los Angeles, sometimes I sit just in the car for two and a half hours, <laughs> getting five miles. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, hopefully the uh, traffic's better in West Virginia. Amy, uh, what are you drinking this time? Well, uh, let's just say for the fourth, <laughs> I drank a large quantity of uh, wine in the cemetery. And then they uh -huh, were giving uh -huh. out Smirnoff like ice pops, which <laughs> oh my God. honestly, I couldn't do it because I was really cold. But there was just there was lots of alcohol in the atmosphere. So. Um, today I'm keeping it simps. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just having a a guava sao palo. <gasps> That's what I just got. Get out! Sorry, I'm not having it right now. You got yes, it. yes. I'm it sorry. It is I a Lacroix, a new Lacroix flavor, and I'm uh -huh, uh -huh. so excited. It's, it's so good, so exciting. I've been drinking a lot of it. The guava sao paulo with vodka, uh -huh. obs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I should have put some lime in it for a little extra vitamin C, but I forgot. But it's delicious. It's so good. I it's bought it on a whim. So it was on sale at Target the other day. It sure as hell was, girl. That's where I got mm -hmm. mine, too. And they've got these new flavors. I also, it was not on sale. I don't know where I got it. I got the watermelon flavor. I almost got that one. Mm -hmm. And instead, I got actual watermelon. So Ooh. that was my excuse. Yeah. You know, I bought some watermelon myself at Target for the picnic mm -hmm. at the cemetery. And that was some of the best watermelon I had ever had. Yeah. That was so good. Well, I'll tell you this. My 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 uh, my Yelp review of the, the new Lacroix <laughs> flavors. Um, the guava is nice because it's like really, really subtle. And yeah. it's like not like, bam, full of flavor, mm -hmm. which is nice. The, the watermelon is like, bam. It's like, oh. it's not essenced with watermelon. It like tastes like water. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Whereas this feels more like an essence. Right, so right, it depends right. on what you like. Because mm -hmm. there were days where I was like, give me that watermelon. And now, <laughs> you know. But I would not probably mix it with vodka because it's like too, I don't know. I feel like vodka yeah. should be an essenced, essenced <laughs> beverage. So what are you drinking? Well, um, I also had a lot of wine on the 4th of July, but not all of it. I had leftover wine, so I'm having more wine. Sorry, it's not. It, it, neither of us did. Look, that's part of self-care summer is that we're not going to stress out about these drinks. No, we are They get not. the job done, right? I like do, do it fun when it's fun is kind of my motto. Exactly. And if I'm still sipping on this when we record the next episode, guess what? Next week, I'm having the same fucking <laughs> beverage. You know, you. that is the kind of summer we're doing. Self-care summer is in full swing. Mm. I freaking love it. So leftover wine. Leftover. It's I mean, very it's such American. a rarity around here. So... <laughs> I'll say. Uh, well, well, cheers to West cheers. Virginia. Woo, 
West I'm Virginia. sure they drink this in West Virginia. The Mountain State. Is it? Is that what it's called? The Mountain State? I'm pretty sure. Nice. I've never I'm been. Pretty sure. So I don't. Did not know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I don't care who goes first, but do you, do um, you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, 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 because I have business to get to business? before we go first. Amy, yes? I'm a woman of my word, if not terribly um, on time with things. <laughs> um, and several episodes ago, couldn't tell you which one, don't care to look it up. Um, we were talking about our lovely plants, our fiddle fig leaf plants. Yes. And how we decided that we love, they love each other and they must be married because oh my- like we're married. Yes, we're comedy wives, we're wifeys. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mine, mine is named Ferdinand and yours doesn't have a name. Mine did not have a name. And I casually shouted, the first person to write in with a name suggestion, I will name my plant. And so here is the first person that wrote in was Lindsay. And I'm just going to read her um, uh, message in full because it's full of compliments. And I like that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Lindsay said, hi, I love y'all's podcast. I look forward to it every Tuesday and it cracks me up so very much. So since Amy's plant is named Ferdinand, I thought an interesting name for Tammy's would be Sophie. Archduke Ferdinand married Sophie, the love of his life, against the emperor's wishes and had three children. But I totally understand if you don't go with that, as the murder of the couple has been was one of the tipping points of the First World War. Oh, well, ah, I again, love I love y'all's podcast. <laughs> well, hell yeah, it's going to be Sophie. I love a little yeah, drama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love a drama. You know me. Love some nerdy history. And I happen to be reading right now again. Because I'm a nerd. I am currently reading Dead Wake, um, which is a book by the guy that it's Eric Larson, the guy that wrote The Devil in the White City mm-hmm. that I always go on and on about. Mm-hmm. So he wrote this book called Dead Wake, and it's about the sinking of the Lusitania, which is what drove America's involvement in World War One. So this was all very topical. Oh, and I guess all this to say, ladies and gentlemen, please meet Sophie. Ferdinand's wife. I'm so glad they're happy. Also, fiddle leaf fig trees are like hella dramatic. They're like yeah. high drama, high maintenance. So if uh, Ferdinand and yeah. Sophie's marriage uh, and murder started a yeah. war, then that's pretty fitting. This seems accurate. And frankly, I've put so much effort into this fucking plant oh that God. if it dies, I will start a world war. I so, seriously feel the same yeah. way. I just bought specific fiddly fig food for Ferdinand. What? It's on a feeding schedule. Like, oh, my God. I, it's oh yeah. So I've got a, I've got a um, uh, moisture gauge in there right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> me too. I just bought a mister <laughs> for Ferdy's oh leaves. My I God. mean, Lindsay, you did, you did awesome. You nailed it. nailed it. You nailed it. I Thank love you. it. Oh my God. That's so great. Um, So we started that because I was going to go first. I already forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you said, okay, oh, I've got to get to business and you got okay. to business, girl. I got to business. Here's my secondary piece of business, which is I love my wifey so much much she was like here's all this stuff that you can do <laughs> so I just did it yeah um, I did not reinvent the wheel Amy said I found a whole town that's haunted here's some stuff for you and I said 
thank you and i accept i don't even know why i didn't i was like there's an entire haunted town with like a million little stories and i Uh didn't do it i did something entirely different so i was like i was like let me see if tams did any research yeah i was like hell no she didn't i'm like here you go because you know what i owed you one big time for the martha washington inn oh right we did haunted foremothers of the nation or <laughs> so good so good oh, I um, well the, here it is the, there's an entire town that's haunted the town of harper's ferry in west virginia um it's a very historic town ta- oh i got my research from amy you're uh, welcome <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see we've got west virginia haunts and legends.com Oh, VOA News, which is Voice of America News, which then I freaked out and was like, what's Voice of America? Because that sounds a little Trumpy. I Um, just had the same thought in my mind the minute you said that. It's not. It is like a um, very old. It's actually I think it's government run technically, but it's like wholesome it seems oh. like it's kind of like pbs oh so. voice of america isn't that sad okay. the voice of america sounds trumpy <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah i know i know so does an american flag i'm like why is everyone's american flags out oh i know it's the right? 4th of july oh right we're allowed <laughs> like okay but take them in tomorrow you guys it's very trumpy <laughs> so sad it's so sad <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, this tiny historic town draws hundreds of tourists each year, um, because it's so old and cute. Um, and it's best known as the place where John Brown, who is a fiery abolitionist, tried to raid the town's arsenal in 1859 and planned to use the weapon to help free slaves. Um, so that he was, he was a white guy. I'm pretty sure he was a Quaker. I know this story like fairly well. It's kind of like back and forth. Sometimes people are like, he was a saint. And some people are like, he was a fucking crazy person who just also had good ideas about slavery shouldn't exist. But it was like, he showed up and was like, I've got this great idea. I'm going to steal all the guns and give it to all of the black people so that we can, uh, you know, be freed. And all the black people were like, hold on now a second. Like, not necessarily, but but it was kind of like, let's calm down a minute, sir. Like, we're going to get murdered if you do some of these things. And he was just very enthusiastic about active change. And so he died. He got killed. Um, he was kind of, I think he was one of the few abolitionists that were white that got active actually like capital punished oh wow wow sounds like a very interesting fella very passionate i've seen a picture of him too and he straight up looks like a crazy person (laughs) um amazing all right so it uh this was a pivotal uh town in the civil war um it gets taken over both sides back and forth a bunch so um the whole damn town is haunted oh my god Uh, okay so uh, let's get started. So basically, I took from a couple of articles and then I <laughs> uh, just picked a bunch of places and have a little bit about each of them because they're straight up like, I think I ended up with like eight places on here. Perfect. So. I'm so glad it's like, I'm so glad it's not like a one mi- one square mile sized town. Like the whole yeah. town is haunted. It's like, <laughs> and there's one general store and three houses. That's it. Okay, exactly. bye. Bye. I'm yeah, glad no, there it's- was things. There's so many things. So first up is the John Brown Wax Museum. 
Um, which oh, done, done. I mean, Any a wax, wax museum. museum. Are you fucking kidding me? Say no, no more. You like don't so even need scary. to follow that up. It's like okay, yeah, obviously, so scary, obviously. Um, so Alyssa Levasseur. Oh, that's a great name. Mm-hmm. She's the manager there. She says, uh, "People have seen things. You can probably ask anyone in town who's been living here or works here, and they've seen something. They can't deny it." Uh, in what used to be a family home many years ago, there are wax figures uh, illustrating the life of John Brown. I wonder if they look crazy, too. <laughs> um, so to get to all three levels, they ha- uh, you have to walk up uh, narrow and dim hallways. Um, and uh, it's very, like, creepy as you're going up because you can hear footsteps echoing off. And, some like, sometimes it's clearly just your footsteps doing weird things. Right. But... But according to Le Verseur, um, I hear ghosts all the time, she said. I've heard kids' voices and footsteps, so I know they are here. I say good morning to them. Then one day she forgot to greet them, and something unexplained happened. I was walking by one of the displays when the audio went off by itself. Mm. You have to push a button to turn it on. Mm. Then I realized I hadn't said good morning to the spirits, and as soon as I did, the sound stopped. What? Yes. Oh my God. If I had a freaking wax figure suddenly talking to me too, I would be so fucked up. Speaking of, speaking of freaking Dave Snook, burn that shit to the ground, man. Fucking burn it. That's asking for it, those wax things. I mean, they would melt pretty fast. It'd be an easy, easy to fix that shit. What's for? (laughs) Um, Okay, the True Treats Historic Candy Store, which just sounds delightful. I kind of want historic candy. It sounds like it's speaking of wax, right? It's, probably, it's like candy coated wax. Um, store manager Tara Dockman is also known as the ghost lady. So this oh. is the manager. She's known as the ghost lady because she's sensitive to paranormal activity, not because she's a ghost. Oh, um, how dare she steals our nickname? How dare she? <laughs> um, she says there are two ghosts that frequent the store and knows one of them by name. The female ghost has a white flowy gown and she goes to the top floor of the store where there are no customers. Uh, and Colby, a man, likes to show himself and usually shows a shoulder or a pants leg, Ooh. which you can see walk across a room. Sexy. They, <laughs> they both like to throw candy around <laughs> and slam doors on customers. Jeez. Rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colby uh, is apparently a troublemaker who may push people, but she assures visitors uh, that she has spoken to him about not bothering people while they're in the shop. And that when this reporter came in, um, she said, don't worry, he's hiding in a corner. So he won't bother you. Oh, my God. I, I was like, okay, ghost lady. Okay, Tara. Whoa. <laughs> She's like, I punished him. And then later on, he's going to show me his shoulder again. <laughs> I'm going to see a pants leg. Ooh, maybe an ankle. I don't know. It's too hot for the wax museum. Going to make him um, be a human pinata and throw candy everywhere. It's gonna be. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. Where's another one? Okay, another one is uh, St. Peter's Catholic Church. Uh, has been a powerful icon above the city of Harper's Ferry since its completion in 1833. Um, 
let's see. One person that worked there was Father Michael Costello, who was the priest from 1857 to 1867, um, which is significant because of Civil War. Oh, right. Um, He would find himself in the center of battle when he was only 28 years old, not only during the raid by John Brown, but later when he stayed in the city during the Civil War. His ghost is said to be seen walking around the church. There's also a soldier who has been seen on the steps in front. Uh, During the Civil War, oh yeah, the young man lay down on the lawn of the church when it was used as a hospital, mortally wounded but waiting for a doctor to see him. As the blood drained from his body, he was finally carried inside. Those around him heard his guttural whisper just as he came through the threshold of the church. Thank God I am saved. To this day, visitors standing near the church can hear those very words the soldier whispered softly just before he died. Oh, (laughs) shit. That's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I kind of hope my last words are like, I'm going to live. Because that'd just be really funny, you know? (laughs) Like... I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Life is eternal. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's what I really hope is that I have the presence of mind to go eh, as I die because that's kind of funny. I'm dying. <laughs> and then it just echoes throughout. The My th- eyes turn into X's. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue just uh, hanging out on the side completely. I'm dying. <laughs> um let's see let's see okay here's um the harper museum uh in the late 1700s rachel and robert harper built a home on a hillside and ran a ferry service uh the business did well before the revolutionary war (laughs) just really long time ago oh my god uh-huh. And uh, but then they were forced to pay outrageous taxes to England. And so Rachel hid a bunch of money in jars to avoid paying the fees. Smart. Smart. Those are American heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, during her household duties in 1780, the 60 year old Rachel fell from a ladder. Oh. She died the next day without telling anyone, even her husband, where the money was buried. In 1782, at age 65, Robert Harper died, uh, and the money was never found. Some believe the money is hidden in the garden, uh, and Rachel, wearing the clothing of the 1700s, is seen peering in that direction from a window overlooking her garden, still keeping a watchful eye on her money. Whoa, dude, that sucks to live to be 60 years old in those days. Mm -hmm. That is, like, really difficult to accomplish, they, and then she fell off a freaking ladder. And then she fell a off a ladder. I mean, uh, that's like 60 years old then is like today's equivalent of like 90, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's like if you could live past 35 back then, you did you a were really good. good job. You looked past yeah. the expectancy. I fell <laughs> off a fucking ladder, man. This blows. Uh, I hope she just uh, went. Uh, uh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Let's talk about screaming jenny <laughs> do we have to it sounds yeah. very scary uh-huh oh no okay okay i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna end on this one um an elderly woman who was fondly called jenny by those who watched her make her way along the river searching for driftwood for her fire in the tiny shack by the waterway this woman haunts the railroad tracks um, one night after tending to her fire, Jenny's dress slipped into the embers and the hem burst into flames, Ooh. quickly consuming her body. She ran frantically along the tracks and toward the river screaming for help, but in her 
they didn't have stop, drop, and roll back then. So apparently not. Yep. You, th- maybe this is what implemented it. They were just like, "Don't be like screaming, Jenny. Don't run you- really fast and have the breeze just yeah. fan the flames even more." Well, good news, Amy. She did not burn to death. Oh. Um, in her desperate attempt to escape from the flames, Jenny didn't see the evening train coming, and it hit her. No, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. But- no. But ah, I, that does ah. super suck. She's like, I'm on fire. Like, this this is the good irony. <gasps> I hope I don't burn to death hit by a train. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm Pretty laughing. Bad. But Screaming it's like, Jenny. You're you literally like, nothing could be worse than me. Yeah. I am on fire. And this is as I'm bad like- as it gets. <laughs> and then like, choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> Um. See, now, now oh. I regret. I should have made a drink called the Screaming Jenny. That would have been a good drink. Oh my! I don't know. Gosh, some, something with like grenadine, like a flaming and Dr Pepper. Yes, a flaming Dr Pepper. <laughs> screaming Jenny. Oh, poor Jenny. That uh, fucking blows, man. <laughs> um. Let's see. Okay, engineers. Since that time, coming down the railroad tracks have reported seeing. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, hu- a huge ball of flame rolling on the tracks. <laughs> it's followed uh, by a scream as loud as the train wheels screeching across the iron rails. A ghostly oh reminder. Oh, oh God. Lord. I'm so, I'm, I'm so it's not funny. bad it's for really laughing funny. at this, but it just, <laughs> it just sounds so like... like like a comedy. It's just like, <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on fire. It's like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's train. Oh, my God. Well, oh, that no. that was a mere taste oh, of the many, many haunted locations in Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Shit, Oof. Harper's Ferry. See, when, when that first came up in my, like, when I Googled haunted West Virginia, I thought it was like, a fairy that was haunted. I was like, oh, oh, sure. It's a little fairy boat that's haunted. And then I was like, oh, it's a whole fucking town. Mm-hmm. And yep. I can't imagine. I know just because West Virginia doesn't seem like a big, big state that is probably not a huge, huge town. It feels like everywhere you go, yep. it's just gonna be haunted. Yeah, I saw that's a great. map and it's like, it's pretty small. Um, but really? Yeah, oh. Concentrated in the, the ghostiness. Fascinating. So. That yeah. was great. I'm so glad that I didn't. Well, like, thanks for tipping me off. That was yeah. great. I'm so glad I tipped you off, but I didn't actually read any of the stories. So it was all yeah. news to me. Yeah, I'm excited too, because because I didn't have to check yours first to see what you did. So oh, yeah. this is going to be fresh for me. Well, mine wine. is interesting. I um, I did the legend of the Mothman. Um, as in like the Stop Mothman prophecies. Yes. yes. I did not know this like legend was based on an actual thing. So I've never read the book or seen the movie like the Mothman prophecies or whatever. Have you? Uh, no. Okay. So it's, a, but I know, I know about it from another podcast. Okay. So, so it's yeah. like a, a thing. And so yeah. I'm doing the legend of the Mothman in Point <gasps> Pleasant, West Virginia. I am so excited to hear this review. Oh, I just a little burp, burp. Uh, excuse me. There it is again. Oh, good job. Um, good job. What's great is this article. So I did, um, all that's interesting. And, Love it. um, it was, I don't know who the original author was, but it was fact checked just a few weeks ago, uh, oh. by a woman named Jacqueline 
and Gliss. And I want to give her credit because I basically just copied and pasted Mm -hmm. it and rearranged a few things. What we do is how we do it. That's why we give credit where credit is due. But I wonder, because it said it was published on May 21st, 2021, and then updated on June 22nd, 2021. So literally Mm. 31 days later, I'm like, what happened in 31 days that they were like, oh, breaking, breaking news. Um, I don't know. But anyway, maybe we'll figure it out while while I read this lovely story to you. very up-to-date Mothman news. It's so up-to-date. You heard it here second, folks. You heard it first on allthatsinteresting.com. And live from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. What was the news source that we thought sounded Trumpy? All American Voices. Voice of America. Voice of America presents the Mothman. So I didn't know shit about the Mothman, except I think it was a Richard Gere movie. So here we go. Uh, On November 12th, 1966, in Clendenin, West Virginia, a group of gravediggers working in a cemetery spotted something strange. Now, that's probably not too weird. You're a grave digger working in a cemetery in West Virginia. Yeah, probably see weird shit. You expect some weirdness. Exactly. It's like a normal day at work is just pitch darkness. Digging graves. You're digging graves. Yeah, it's already... Ah, interesting. It's, a, it's already a vibe. It, yeah. You, exactly. Well stated. So they glanced up from their work as something huge soared over their heads. It was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. The gravediggers would later describe this figure as a, quote, brown human being. Okay. So okay. it was a brown human-like creature sure, flying those- from tree to tree. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, this was the first reported sighting of what would come to be known as the Mothman, an elusive creature that remains as mysterious as it was on the night that a few frightened witnesses first laid eyes on it. So, just three days later, um, after the grave diggers reported this, I don't know word of mouth or they reported mm-hmm. to their union boss or whatever <laughs> like ah. um in nearby in nearby point pleasant west virginia two couples noticed a white winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car that they were all sitting in Ooh. yeah also two couples sitting in a car at night hot oh you know sexy you know what was happening <laughs> Little, uh, little, little kissing, little necking, little touching, little, little put, putting their necks on each other's necks, necks necks on necks. That's what I used to always think that meant. (laughs) Me too. Like, I mean, like you like, uh, nuzzling, nuzzling. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. It's nuzzling. (laughs) Mm. Ooh, it's like that's all snakes can do probably oh, <laughs> oh, that. oh that's what a cute dumb thing to say snakes nuzzle that's so snakes, romantic snakes nuzzle <laughs> they were snakes just... can nuzzle too <laughs> got her Sna- i got her good snakes like to neck you guys come on <laughs> the... that's all they have that's all... all they can do let the neck <laughs> a group of snakes were necking in the car when suddenly 
<laughs> they were really scared because birds are their predators. They're like, no, get oh, yeah. the, this mothman out of here. No, <laughs> trying to go on a date, trying to swing a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so these these two couples were like, oh, my God, it's a white winged creature and it's massive. And it was just like sitting in front of their car. So um, one of the the witnesses that was in the car, one of the guys, his name is Roger Scarberry. Um Oh, and another one named Steve Mallet. Maybe they were necking. I don't know. Uh, But they told the Point Pleasant Register uh, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart, a wingspan of 10 feet. This is very specific. Jeez. And the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car. So Uh, quite specific. But yeah, it didn't want to look at the car headlights well that's the opposite of what a moth likes mm. a moth loves car headlights i know moth to flames peeps so yeah, yeah this was not a moth but a uh, man but that's what they're calling it <laughs> um uh and according to other witnesses the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds they were guessing as fast as 100 miles per hour and Whoa. all all witnesses who have seen this creature agreed that the beast was an incredible flyer but a very clumsy runner on the ground. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's doing his best. I just imagine him like soaring from tree to tree, like fucking rocking it like a superhero. <laughs> yeah. And then go hitting the ground and just terrifying them. And here, he starts here, riding. Here, here. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. <laughs> just running it. Yeah. Crooked, like tripping over his own feet. <laughs> ah. <laughs> He's like fumbling over his wings, like a like a long skirt. <laughs> like Dumbo, when Dumbo's got those ears yes. and he falls on them. He's like, oh, I guess I'll stick to flying. My mom was right. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, Oh, and they knew that it was a clumsy runner because it allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town. And then um, it scuttled into a nearby field and disappeared. So knowing how absurd all of these stories must have sounded to a a local paper in a small Appalachian community in the 1960s, uh, Scarberry, one of the witnesses in, in the car, insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination uh, because he said all four of us saw it. We all. I mean, it's a super good point. It is a really good point. Um, so at first, reporters were really skeptical. Um, in the papers, they called the Mothman a bird. Um, they were like, eh, it's just a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but and they, they had. Just seen the rescuers down under, and they're like, yeah, birds can get super big. You guys, from a little mouse's perspective. Uh-huh. Wait, is that rescuers down under? Was this a little mice? Or am I thinking yeah. Bival goes west? Well, those are also mice. But yes, oh. rescuers down under, it's the um, Rescue Aid Society. It's little mice that go around rescuing children. And in rescuers down under, thanks for asking, um, yeah. <laughs> They have to go down to Australia because um, uh, this evil poacher captures Marahute, which is a beautiful golden eagle. <gasps> and she is gigantic. And her best friend is a little boy. And he, the, he captures the little boy. And the rescuers have to rescue him. Thank you for that delightful yeah. summary of what sounds like an amazing film that I've seen it's and a, forgotten. 
great film and also contains one of my favorite and most uncomfortable things, which is there is a character in there that is a mouse and he is, there's no other word, very sexy. Uh, <laughs> He's he's a he's Australian. He's a little Australian mouse, Ooh. and uh, he's putting the moves on uh, Miss Bianca, uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and trying to steal her away. And I was like, I'll get in there. That mouse is hot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just gonna make a note of this for my therapist next week. And good, good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> Look it up, though. My He's God, hot. Jake. Dying. I think his name's Jake. What a good name. Oh, God. I am dying. Between. Thank God I have Disney Plus. Between snakes <laughs> necking and hot Jake. And- oh, I have Disney Plus, too. After this, I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine. Mm. Get comfortable. Turn on the rescuers down get under. It. Oh, you're going to rescue something down, down under. Down under. I'll tell you. <laughs> you can rescue me, Jake. You can come down under anytime. i come down under. Um. <laughs> Lord, we're, we're gonna get sued. Oh, oh my God! The we're Disney Corporation—if they weren't already mad at us—every parent in the world is gonna get angry at us for ruining an innocent child's movie. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. lots of lots of kids listen to this podcast. Yes, absolutely. Very <laughs> child friendly. Uh-huh. Lots of children fans. Uh, right. So this bird guy, Mothman. Here we go. Where was I? Uh, okay. So the witnesses are like, I know this sounds crazy, but I swear. And then um, there were more sightings reported uh-huh. um, over the next year um, as this legend of the Mothman like just continues to get more and more popular. And people were like, oh, yeah. my God, I saw it, too. Um, the Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days. Um, that included two volunteer firefighters who said they saw a, quote, very large bird with large red eyes. Um, Newell Partridge, a resident of Salem, West Virginia, claimed that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. Ooh. Yeah, that would be really creepy. Uh, shining a flashlight toward the direction of the noise, Partridge. Nope. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like a horror movie waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Partridge supposedly witnessed two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. Ooh, that's big. Yeek. Yeah. Um. Uh. This anecdote remains a popular one in the Mothman. Uh. Myth- mythos. Mythos. Mm-hmm. Especially mythos, yeah. since it allegedly led to the disappearance of Partridge's dog. Aww. I know. To this day, some still believe that the fearsome beast took his beloved pet. Um, That's super sad. Yeah. Okay. So the, then, all right. So things take a bit of a dark turn. <clears throat> so it's darker all like. Darker than dead dogs? Darker than dead dogs. Mm. I think. I did this research a while ago. Uh, okay. So on December 15th, 1967, just over a year after the first Mothman sightings, Oh, shit. Now I remember what this is. Oh, God. Traffic was really, really right. bad. Yes. On the Silver Bridge, originally built in 1928 to connect Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to a town called Galapolis, Ohio. I did not know Ohio and West Virginia could be connected. I did not know I my geography. not going to lie that that sent me. Okay, yeah. same. I'm real same. confused about what America looks like. I really like. need a map. I really need a map. I need, need a voice a map. of America to tell me <laughs> what it looks like. 
Um, so this bridge was packed with cars and bumper to bumper traffic. This placed a strain on the bridge, which had which had been built in a time when cars were much lighter. Um Back then, a car weighed about 1,500 pounds, and in 67, a car weighed about 4,000 pounds. Um, The bridge's engineers uh, hadn't uh, actually updated the bridge uh, to withhold this, and um, the bridge's design featured – basically, the bridge's design meant that if one part failed, the whole bridge would collapse. And on this cold December day, that is exactly what happened. Without warning, uh, there was a crack on the side of the bridge. A chain snapped and the entire bridge fell to pieces, plunging cars and pedestrian into the icy water of the Ohio River. Mm. 46 people died either by drowning or being crushed by the wreckage. Um, following the Mothman sightings, the bridge collapse was the second terrible and bizarre thing to put Point Pleasant on the map in a year's time. So it didn't take long for the two to be connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1975, author John Keel um, conflated. I don't know what that word means. Uh, it means to mistakenly confuse two things for being related. Oh, my God. Thank God you're smart. Thank you. <sighs> it, I, you know, that took care of my down under you calling me smart. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> he conflated both the Mothman sightings and the bridge disaster while creating his book, The Mothman Prophecies. He mm. also incorporated UFO activity. Um, his story took hold and the town soon became an uh, iconic among conspiracy theorists. UFO, UFO, this is a word. Ufologists. Like, Ufologists? I love that word. Ufologists. Isn't that great? Way to go, that word. Way to You're doing go. a lot of work. Good job, word. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. We're all learning words today. I love I it. I love it. I love it. Um, and fans of the paranormal. And so then um, in 2002, the movie called The Mothman Prophecies came out. And it did star Richard Gere, who's um, he plays a reporter whose wife witnesses the Mothman shortly before her death. And then he finds himself in Point Pleasant um, with no clue as to how he got there. And he's not the only one having trouble explaining himself. Bum, bum, bum. So I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah, me neither. I've never seen it. It actually sounds interesting. Um, yes. Yeah, so everyone like no one has ever been able to really debunk it. They, they think the Mothman could have been this crazy bird, like crane like creature just with like red beady eyes. And mm-hmm. there's all sorts of like people like being like, that's bullshit. But there's there were just way too many eyewitnesses who all had the same account within three days span that were reporting it. Um, so it definitely existed. Um but basically, they just they just blame the Mothman for any disaster in that town, basically. I mean, that's crazy because, honestly, the thing that I feel like I remember is I remember hearing part of it is that the Mothman appeared over the bridge. So that must be oh, I am a victim of the conflating of those two events. Conflating. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. That that could also be it too. They might. I I know that they were like blaming the Mothman like for mm-hmm. for dooming the bridge, but my guess is somebody had to have seen the Mothman. Yeah. Otherwise, I really wouldn't put the two together. It's interesting though, like when you're trying to think about like what are the like what are the theories like for me hearing that it's this kind of like weird man-sized flying thing that's bad at running and just kind of dumb it feels like it almost feels like somebody was really bad at being a superhero yes you know yeah like they were trying out a new costume or something and they were like not good at it I don't know yeah, why. That's why they, and they couldn't like, run in it. That's why they were like, oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're, oh, and the, I don't know why, but the town uh, erected a statue of oh, the great. Mothman, um, probably because it just really put this town on the map. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a 12-foot tall chrome polished statue complete with massive steel wings and ruby red eyes. I'm sure the taxpayers are thrilled that they Delightful. that they put that there. And then every year they have an annual Mothman Festival. Um, it's in September. <laughs> and they just celebrate the Mothman. I don't know if it's like to appease the Mothman or like <laughs> what, they're just like super freaky about it. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, okay. Good to know. Yeah, Good to yeah, know. Yeah, learn a lot with this research. But um, <laughs> most reports kind of waned um, after the 1990s. But then in 2016, a man who had just moved to Point Pleasant uh, spotted a mysterious creature jumping from a tree to tree and um when he reported it uh people were like uh yeah you're probably just making that shit up because of the mothman and he was like what i've never even heard of the mothman (gasps) mothman i hardly knew her Ah, (laughs) that's the mothman prophecies ladies and gentlemen on this american (laughs) voice or what Yes. We're going to get sued by yes. so many corporations. I'm fine So with many. That. It's worth I just like attention. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so yeah, West Virginia's got some shit going on. Way to go, West Virginia. Right, um, though? Right? Really, really impressed. Lovely to get to a state uh, with some history. Love some history. So much history. Uh, now we know it's connected to Ohio. And um, yeah, and that it's actually legit haunted. Because some states, as we found out, sadly, really aren't that haunted. But this one's no short of This of one hauntings. was extremely. So it's so many hauntings that I oh, wanted to say I reached out right before our podcast, you know, this morning um, to our dear mutual friend, Laura Holiday, who is from West Virginia. Yes. And asked her if she had any stories. Ooh. And what she sent me was straight up like four topics. Shut up. <laughs> and now, I had already had my topic, so I'm I'm viciously going to keep these, and I'll, I'll share, I'll share. Um, but um, she sent me a whole bunch and basically was like, yes, it's extremely haunted. She knew of, like, a place her mom worked that was haunted and all kinds of stuff. Um, just real, really fun stuff that I can't wait to talk about in a future episode when we're doing um, other things. Oh, my God. And uh, just wanted to say, uh, she said, uh, specifically to point out, just make sure ma- just make sure to point out there's more to West Virginia than scary ghosts and stereotypes. And I just want to say, 
That's while correct. that's very true, there are also a lot of scary ghosts. Yes. Um, so. Yes, there are, Laura. <laughs> but but I'd visit. It looks really fun. I was looking up. They have a, a, there was a meadery there. What's that? Like where they make mead. <laughs> Which is like honey wine. Get that like out. Yeah, like from like the Middle Ages. It's kind of coming back, I think. Dude, um, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds pretty rad. I would drink some mead. Heck yeah, it sounds delightful. Yeah, yeah it looks beautiful. It's very green and just mm-hmm. I don't know. It looks it looks lovely. So I mean, once again, I don't like them for football reasons, but it's not the entire state, I suppose. My like God, who? Doesn't Tammy dislike for football reasons? Honestly. Texas! <laughs> I mean, most of Texas. There are some parts of Texas that I'm not interested in. I get that. I know. I mean, I don't because <laughs> I'm not a football person. It's okay. It's okay. Whatever. But because you. of that, whatever you're into, like, whatever you don't like, I don't like because I don't have any preference. You know, I'm, I'm neutral. You're so supportive. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I remember Ohio. We don't like Ohio for football that reasons. correct. I remember for this. For football reasons. See? Mm-hmm. For football reasons. It's different. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, if you have uh, places you don't like for football reasons, um, <laughs> especially if they're haunted, please write to us. You can drop us a line at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or click on a little cute little button on our website, bansheesandbooze.com. Send us your stories. We can even record you if you want to be featured on the podcast, too. Like that stuff's fun. Yeah, we should, we could definitely do that. She said frantically looking into it. Um, and Whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, we think anyway, record yourself and send it. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. Uh, yeah, if you can record yourself and send it, hell, I'll take it. I'll take it however you I'll I'll, I'll take it however you want to give it to me, baby. Ooh. Um, Ooh, yes. Yes, Jake the Mouse. It, yeah, I think his name was Jake. I'm going to be real embarrassed if that's not his name. <laughs> it Jake. is now. It is Jake. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Also, uh, we're on Instagram. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah. We're on Instagram at Banshees and Booze, and you can send us a line there, and you can always go and check out Amy Makes Amazing Posts with all of the pictures that correspond with our episodes. And if you are antisocial and do not wish to talk to anyone because we're busy um, seducing a cartoon mouse, uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at Banshees. Booze. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And hey, Tammy. Uh, yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, uh, throw candy at it and jump off a ladder. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I had a lot of good jokes during your that thing, really and I panicked. Good, I panicked. I'm imagining you throwing candy at a ghost on top of a ladder. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it feels like a sketch we would have done, right? It like, does. Like, be gone, This feels demon. very true. <laughs> yeah. And the ghost being like, damn, this is delicious. Thank you. Oh, this is oh my great. God. Wonderful. Wow. Do you oh mind God. throwing a little mead my way as well? Oh, my okay. goodness. Fantastic. Is, I'm sorry. Is this candy wax? Is this pure wax? So old-fashioned. <laughs> Uh, hey hey amy oh yes tammy if you see a ghost um uh, get it a new pair of nikes so it can run a little bit better (laughs) 
<laughs> Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> World's worst superhero. <laughs> All right. Oh. We'll see you guys next week. Um, bye. Bye.